jazz. So originally I wanted to podcast with my brother or my mom. Um, unfortunately, the audio with my brother uh, doesn't sound that great, so I'm not going to post it this week. Um, I might have him on at the end of this episode for a couple of question and answers with him. Uh, he's just really young, so his mindset's really young as well, and uh, I just don't think it followed what we were looking for as a guest on my podcast. So, And by we, I mean me. I'm very, like, critiquing of, like, who comes on and who talks and whatnot. So the episode with Lena, very sad that I had to delete it and just move on to season two. Um, I really liked having her on and talking because it was such an open conversation. There was nothing that she was holding back. Um, same goes with when I had Erica on the podcast. Really appreciated it. It was amazing. Um, unfortunately, just due to me wanting to take care of myself over others, I did have to delete season one. Uh, but going forward, we're hoping that this gets a lot better and everybody uh, is staying with me during this uh, transitional period to season two. So anyways, um, let's get into it, I guess. Okay, so it wouldn't be a regular episode if I didn't talk about something cringy and of course give a backstory to it. Um, basically what happened is a few weeks ago I had mentioned this guy uh, messaging me and he was trying to get me to sext him and then he was trying to get me to send him nudes and the backstory behind him is I was actually super involved with him from the age of like 12 to 16. Like, he was very good-looking. He looked like Ryan Sheckler. I uh, thought it was pretty interesting because in the beginning, I was, like, pretty sure that he was going to be the love of my life, and now he's going through a divorce. So um, there's always going to be a special spot in my heart for, like, the memories and him, like, making sure that I had friends up at the lake and stuff like that. Um, however, super fucking cringy now. I don't even want to associate with myself with him. Um, here is the story, though. I have an issue with guys who will post on their social media and in their description of who they are or like their bio, they'll be like king, like K-I-N-G-whatever, exclamation mark. And I'm like, why the fuck are you calling yourself a king? Like, pipe down, bud. Like, your dick's not that big. Um, it's super, super gross that he sent a mass snap to me being like, I'm a king or like king whatever and then posted it to his story so not only did he share it with me and I was like ew that's fucking cringy he also decided to post it to his story as well so he has the biggest ego I've ever seen in my entire life he thought I was really stupid because he thought I was gonna send him nudes just for him coming down to like the city that I live in and he's about five hours away like I knew you weren't gonna drive five fucking hours to work I'm not sending you nudes, thank you. My body is a temple, treat it like a temple, you know, basically. Anyways, super offended, very disgusted. There's other people, too, that will, like, post really ugly, like, tropical shirts, and I'm all for confidence, but don't refer to yourself as a king. Like, it is cringy AF, like, super cringy. But to go along with the cringy fact of, like, the king and then him mass-snapping me and all of that stuff, I also just creeped his Instagram and there's a picture that says, so it's of like a spoiler exhaust, and it's like, just so y'all know, I have a really big tip, and it's like a modified exhaust. And then he refers to his truck as his baby. And then he took a picture of him and his mom, 
And it says, this girl created a legend, sup mama. Like, that's disgusting. You're absolutely the biggest pig ever. I don't blame your ex for fucking divorcing you. Also, um, definitely, it's interesting to see that I have really bad taste in men, and I've had really bad taste in men since the age of, like, 12. So, um, help me. I don't know what that's from. Maybe it's daddy issues. Maybe it's just, like, I just like the fixer-uppers. Who knows? But, like, send help, please. Alright, so pro tip from me to you guys, um, with exes, it can be a tricky and slippery slope of, like, maintaining a healthy relationship. I kind of take pride in that. Um, I would say that 90% of my exes all have, like, decent terms with the other two, um, that I'm counting, because I'm counting it in fives, um, they definitely have issues with me and the way that I conducted myself after the breakup, which is totally fine. Um, the one had left me downtown and that obviously I just was like, bye, like, I don't even want to talk to you and I shouldn't have to explain to you what the fuck is wrong with you, um, and what you did. And he showed up at my house, couldn't even wait outside five minutes, got into his car and I text him. I was like, you know what? Like, goodbye. And I just left it at that. So, um, I do follow him on social media. I really do not think that, um, if I was to, like, reach out or somebody was to reach out and, like, say shit about me that he would even respond. So, he's in a happy and, from what I know, healthy relationship. Uh, good on him. And the other guy I kind of played with a little bit after the breakup. Um, I think I started realizing that maybe I had something better than I originally thought, but at the same time, I wasn't really willing to, like, throw all my cards on the table and be like, I'm sorry, take me back. I've never been like that. I also hate people. So, um, yeah. So basically with those two relationships, we just don't really talk, but they also have the sense that like, there's been issues with my past relationships that I disclosed when I first started dating them. So they're not going to like shy away from, sorry, they would shy away from somebody approaching them and like talking to them about me. They, they just genuinely don't care. Um, with that being said, I know that it's difficult. Um, I had to meet up with like my long-term ex, the one that I dated for the longest time and just like have a conversation about like where we're at. And while he may not have been like the most sober person, I got closure and clarity from that. So, and I think that we have a very good, like informational bond. Like we're definitely good at communicating now. Um, we both have moved on. We're both like happy and healthy with each other and uh, the new relationships that we are forming, and I think that's beautiful. So I also don't think he thinks that anybody's good enough for me, which is kind of like it hurts my heart because, like, I don't know, maybe he has better taste in men than me. Could be a thing. And then going forward, um, like, more recent ones, uh, they definitely just, like, I wouldn't really necessarily count all of them, but, like, the ones that I have lived with, that makes it sound like I date, like, lots of people. Um, there is another one that I live with. He, um, is very likely to tell me like what he is receiving as he's receiving it just because he, I would say like realizes that he mistreated me a little bit and vice versa. Like, I think it was a two way street. Like it obviously takes two to tango, but I think he was more receptive to his actions. And I think he would like protect me if the situation came or he just start a bunch of shit just to like get involved. It's either or. And I'm totally fine with that. He's going to come on the podcast. We can discuss that at a later time. But for the time being, we're at an okay, neutral Switzerland level. And that's great. Anyways, that's all I have to say. Thank you so much.
And uh, now with the interview with my brother. Did you guys also hear about how Demi Lovato thinks she can see uh, and talk to aliens? So, yeah, um, found that out on Instagram um, about a week ago. I screenshotted the picture of it and I was like, okay, like, pretty sure she's on drugs again. It's not that I don't believe in aliens, it's just that, like, Demi Lovato sometimes posts some really strange stuff. So, she said that she's made multiple contacts with these aliens and, yeah... So I'm going to deep dive into that a little bit more next episode, um, as well as there's a bunch of drama going on with Bella Thorne. Um, I think Bryce Hall and Addison are back together. I don't really follow any of that. I just get sucked into TikTok world for like six hours and then I come out and I'm like, what did I do with myself? What is wrong with me? And yeah, besides that, not much other news, kind of just a short episode this week, um, I'm at my parents' farm, so I don't know if it'll even upload with, like, 20 minutes on it. But, yeah. Um, and we'll talk to you next week. I'm super excited. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's my brother. All right. So, my first guest, obviously, for a very short period of time, I would say probably about three minutes of questions. Uh, this is my brother, David. Hi. I exist. Um, what is your favorite thing to eat? I have no clue. You you just like food in general, or? Yeah, food's pretty good. Yeah, um, mine would definitely be shrimp alfredo or steak. I love steak. Um, are we closer now than when you were younger? Yeah, I'd say yes. Yeah, I would say so too. I think we just continue to grow, like, in unity. He never texts me, though, so that's cool. Um, what's a good habit that you have? I don't know. You'd have to answer that. I think that you're very mature for your age and, like, very wise for your age. I would say, what, what's my good habit? You're, um, uh, let me flunk about this. Hmm. You're a good leader. Thank you. Why do you say that? Okay. <laughs> he just, like, looks at me. He's like, I don't know how to explain it to you. Okay, we'll just take it. Who's lazier? Me. Are you just saying that because you think it's me? No, it's me. Okay. Um, what is the weirdest habit that you have? I don't know. Mm, I don't know what mine is either. I think sometimes, like, I'll look at furniture and I'll go to, like, pre-buy it. That's not really weird, though. Oh, I crawl up the stairs on all fours sometimes. I feel like everybody's done that from time to time, though, so there's that. Um, who do you think's more sensitive? Don't know. I would say that it's probably me. What about a bigger appetite? Also probably me. Probably you. <laughs> um... I'm not fat, just letting everybody know. I just like to eat food. And, like, when I come home, I eat, like, so much more than I usually do because I usually don't eat as good of quality food on my own. Um, Have we ever cried together? Yes, I believe so. I don't recall when. Uh, The last time I was home and we had some wine. I'm pretty sure we cried. No. Oh, okay. Um, Yes, when Mom was in the hospital. I... Yeah, we did. Yeah. Crying's great. Everybody should cry more often. 
Um, what's the most embarrassing thing that you've seen me do? Hmm. Now, this is truly a tricky question because it's between denying that you hit our mother's van and trying to hide the fact that you're making out from a six-year-old me. Ah, fair enough. Which story would you prefer telling? Probably the makeup one? Yeah. Go for it. Real quick. Okay, so... We were over at a friend's house. Let's call him L. Me and him were just playing some games. Resident Evil 2, I think. And to keep in mind, uh, my brother was young at the time. He says that he was six and he remembers this. And it's embarrassing for me because, real quick backstory on the guy... Um, he was involved in rodeos and stuff like that, and I had a huge infatuation with him at that time. I thought I was in love with him. I wasn't, uh, but I used to fake go down to this guy's house, pretend that I wasn't there, have the guy go get him, L, and then bring back the guy, and then we'd, like, make out, which is stupid. So anyways, I guess my brother remembers this, and this is his story. Yeah. Me and L were playing Resident Evil 2. He had two PlayStations and TVs at the time. So we could both play it. Now, my sister and P, they left the room and started making out in the little guest area in the upstairs. So I went downstairs to grab a drink. And I thought that if I was fast enough going up the stairs, I could see them to get visual confirmation that they were making out. And then he'd tell on me, and then I'd get in trouble. But, like, my parents were partying, and they didn't really care. So. Yeah. I was six, so I made lofty conclusions. But, I, when I got downstairs, I waited around for about 30 seconds. And I crawled slowly up the stairs till the last three steps, trying to look under the door. I couldn't see anything, so six-year-old me decided, ah, yes, I am fast. And I basically full-sprinted up the stairs, which, for the time, I was six. It wasn't that fast, and they heard me. So they quickly propped themselves up, blank-faced, bland, smiled, staring at me like, go... Yeah, I don't even remember that, so that's really interesting that you remember this. Like, I remember the time frame because in season one I mentioned, and this is going to be way too much information for you, um, but, like, I told this story about how I was making out with a guy, and he came, and that was the guy, and that was also the same time, so, <laughs> um, yeah, we were making out. Um, did I make him pre-cum? Yes, I did. Um, did I have to drive him home after that? Yes, I did. Did he have to walk by my parents? Yes, he did. (laughs) And you most definitely interrupted Resident Evil 2. Okay, so you're a little bit grudgingly towards me about that. Anyways, thank you so much for answering some questions and telling an embarrassing story for me. And, uh, we'll have you on around Christmas time, I think, again. Yeah, that's fair. Alrighty, thank you so much. And see you guys next Tuesday.